Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories, where the episodes are short and sometimes sweet, just like the half servings of milky tea we call Cutting Chai back home in India. I'm your host, Jayati Vora, and before we get into our topic for today, I wanted to ask you a question. Why do you listen to Cutting Chai Stories? I'm really asking you. What do you get out of this show that you don't get anywhere else? What do you like about it? This information is really going to help me plan out the rest of the season. So if you like what I've been doing, please write to me and tell me. If you don't like what I've been doing and you want something different, please also write to me and tell me. This is your chance to have some input in the content to make this more of a conversation than a lecture. And I want to make sure that I'm serving up what you want every week. So please, please write to me. I am at jayati at cuttingchaistories.com. That's my first name, J-A-Y-A-T as in Tom, I, at cuttingchaistories.com. And I'll put the email address in the show notes as well. And I will pick one lucky winner out of the people who respond and send them a little something. I don't usually do giveaways, but I've never asked you guys for anything like this before and it really matters to me. So I'm going to give away something, a little surprise to one of the folks who email me back by September 12th. That's this Sunday. Okay, now back to our show. Today, I want to talk to you about size and whether it really matters. When it comes to email marketing, the answer is yes. I can't speak to anything else. But no one said that bigger was better. So what do I mean by that? There are all different kinds of people in the world and we all have different preferences. For instance, some of you may be thrilled by Instagram's recent announcement that it is no longer a photo sharing app, but it's going to prioritize videos. Others may be a little disappointed by that news because you're not really a video person, you're a more text person or a photo person. So both of those, by the way, are me. Give me an opportunity to watch a video or read a blog post and I will choose the blog post almost every time. Unless there's a cute dog in it, in which case I'll probably choose the video. So just like that, we also have our preferences when it comes to length. I have this one friend, let's call her V. She just always wants me to cut to the chase. When I tell her a story and, you know, in typical Jaiti fashion, I give her the background and the context and who everybody is in relation to everybody else. She usually has this impatient expression on her face and then she'll cut in and she'll ask me to get to the bottom line. And when she is telling me a story about what happened to her yesterday, I want her to back up and then I ask her 50 questions so I can understand all the nuances before giving her advice. So if we all have these differing preferences in the way that we like to consume content and the nature of our conversation, then it makes sense that we expand as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as people who have email lists, who have audiences. It makes sense that we expand the way that we speak to our audiences, right? So as you just heard, I'm the kind of person who loves story and storytelling. I love the little asides and the tangents that make me feel like I was there in the moment, even if that information isn't strictly relevant. And because I'm a story person, those are the kinds of emails I tend to write. By the way, if you want to know how to write storytelling emails and you're not already on my email list, you can sign up at cuttingchaistories.com slash subscribe. I never spam you. I'll never share your email address with the third party, but I do promise lots of fun stories and writing tips. Okay, back to the show. So when I write emails to my list, I pepper the emails with stories from my life and business. Like this one time I was walking my puppy Chico the other day and I saw this chalk painting on the sidewalk and it made me think of XYZ. 
and then I will have an anecdote to share that will lead to the point of the email and the call to action. And I will write those emails in an entertaining way. Sometimes I'll add a photo or a funny gif. I'll have a question in there for my readers. Often someone writes back with an answer or just to say that they laughed while reading my latest. But if I have someone like V in my audience, and you can bet that all of us have someone like V in our audiences, someone like that might get impatient. They might get lost in all that detail because all V is looking for is the link to buy. She already knows me. She already trusts me. She doesn't need to hear about that time I walked into a lamppost in order to book a coaching session with me. And if I want to take the time to connect with my entire audience and not just the ones like me, then I have to write for V too, right? So that means I also have to write short or shorter emails. I have to write emails that get to the point quickly. I have to write emails where the call to action comes up top and is easily noticeable wherever I put it and is also, by the way, in the PS. And by the way, uh, speaking of formatting emails, if you want to know more in depth about how to format your emails for maximum effectiveness, check out episodes four and five of these of the season. They go into a lot more detail. So now I know I want to write longer emails full of story and emotion and personal connection to attract readers like me in my audience. I also want to write shorter, more to the point emails with all the relevant information for readers like V. And then there are the third kind of readers, the shy readers. If you're familiar with South Asian culture at all, you'll know the experience of going to an uncle or an auntie's house for the first time. The host will offer you food and treats even when it's not mealtime. It's this dance that happens every time anyone goes to a relative's house. The guest might have just eaten lunch before going over to see their relative, but in Indian culture, it doesn't really count as a visit until you've eaten something. So the first time, the auntie will ask, Beta, what will you have? Nothing, auntie, the guest will say. But you must have something, na, she'll reply. Auntie, I just ate, I'm so full, the guest will protest. By the way, the guest is often me. Okay, just one samosa then, or a piece of mithai. And then finally, when all the steps in this hospitality dance are completed, then the guest will take one bite of whatever the auntie's offering. By the way, please notice just how attached to storytelling I am. To make a point about another kind of reader, one who's not about storytelling, I had to tell you a story about it. So, in that scenario that I just narrated, the guest needs to be asked multiple times before they accept. I'm not entirely sure whether it's considered rude to say yes right away and just accept the mithai, but it's kind of a ritual. You ask me three times and then I'll say yes. And it's kind of like that with your shy readers too, even if they're not South Asian and you're not trying to feed them sweets. So you will have readers who will want to be asked multiple times via the mass email and also via the individual DM. And it's for those readers that you want to send out more emails than you might otherwise be comfortable with. Look, I get it. You don't want to spam your audience. You don't want them to get annoyed with how many times you email them about your new course or program or product line. No one wants to be that annoying person. But if you're truly trying to serve your audience, you will say it loudly for the people in the back, won't you? If you are giving a speech in an auditorium and you know the folks in the back can't hear you when you speak normally, you will be fine speaking on a mic too, right? Because you're trying to be heard by everyone who came to the auditorium, not just the people who are sitting in the front row. And if we switch back to that samosa analogy, you need to write for all the different kinds of readers. Because you might only ask them if they want a samosa once and you think they're like V and they will take it if they want it, right? You ask them, now it's up to them. 
Or you might tell them a story about how you learned to make that samosa from the chef at your favorite restaurant and if they liked that story if they connected with it then they'll eat that samosa. But actually they were just waiting for you to offer them the same samosa three times. So then they know that you really really want them to have the samosa and then they'll accept and then everyone is happy. So the next time that you're worried that you're pestering your list that you're writing them too much or you're writing too short or you're writing too long you know that you need to do all of the above to target your readers. You want your readers to know that you see them and that you can speak to them in their language. So even if it's your not not your natural style to tell stories or maybe it's not your style to just get to the point or maybe you feel funny sending five emails about one thing, you will do it. Because these different sizes matter to different kinds of people and you want to attract the mithai eaters and the vees and the jayatis to your programs. Does that make sense? Before I give you your homework, please remember to email me at jayati@cuttingtrystories.com with your thoughts on why you listen to the show, what you get out of it, what you want me to do more of or less of. Please email me by Sunday, September 12th for a chance to enter a giveaway with a little sup- surprise for you. I will announce the winner on next week's episode. But even if you're listening to this after that deadline has passed, please do email me your thoughts. They are really going to help me plan out the rest of the season, make sure that I'm serving you what you have an appetite for. So thank you so much in advance for taking the time to do this. I really really appreciate it. Now, for your homework. The next time you're writing a promotional sequence, make sure that you are including emails that target all kinds of readers. Look back at the emails and check. Do you have something in there for the impatient folks who just want the link to buy? Do you have stories that connect and evoke emotion? And do you ask your readers multiple times so that they know that you really want them at the table? And if you don't, then listen to this episode again and fill in the blanks. That's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. Until we meet again next Thursday, write more emails. <laughs> <laughs>